fancy, huh? Oh, you fancy, huh? Oh, you fancy, huh? Nail done, hair done, everything did. Na -na Nails done, hair done, everything did. Oh, you fancy, huh? Hey guys, welcome back. Hey, hey. I'm Cora. And I'm Juliet. And we are the Africana Duo. We are the Africana Duo. <laughs> and this is the group chat. Because <laughs> we know the name of our podcast. We're laughing because we just had to re-record because we fucked up the intro. Because it's our first time recording in like three weeks and we don't know what the fuck we're doing we're apparently. Off. <laughs> How are you? I'm okay. I mean, you are about to have a whole human. So tired of being pregnant. Like, a whole human. And I'm back to school, so I'm Which just Which I like, think is bullshit. Aggravated. How are you due next week and you're like working? And it's so annoying because like all the white people at work are like, oh my god, when do you do? And I'm like, next Thursday. They're like, oh, why are you here? Bye, like, bitch. You know why I'm here. Because I haven't been saving up sick days for the last 10 years of my life for the baby that I'm never going to have. Like, y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I have what I have. Fucking Agnes. Get out my face. <laughs> right? Like, fall back. Fall back. I have what I have. This is capitalism. I gotta save my days. I need money. Well, I'm very, very excited for you. Yes. Only a few more days. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see that baby of yours. Come on out, girl. Even though I'm like, ooh, <laughs> that part. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Girl, you know, I got my braids done yesterday. You did? So I have an attitude because that shit's tight. I got mm -hmm. a headache. I look good, though. Um, thank you, boo. Aside from that, you know, uh, my birthday is coming. It so is. I'm feeling old and having all those reflective feelings that you yes. feel at the end of the year. Yes. Um, I went on a little trip last week. NOLA. Yeah, I went to New Orleans. It was interesting, to yes, say the least. Um... <laughs> You know, New Orleans is one of my favorite cities. I was super excited. Yeah. We went for a concert. And then my ass got sick, Julie. Your body straight shut down on you. Shut the fuck down. The like concert nah. was on Saturday. We got there on Thursday. Uh, Friday night when we're getting ready for dinner. I can't. I'm getting. I'm in the shower. I can't stop sneezing. And that's usually the first sign for me How that I'm starts. sick. Yep. And we go out to dinner. We power through. It's fine. Whatever. The next morning, which was the morning of the concert, we went to see Lil Wayne, uh, Meg Thee Stallion, Trey Songz, Travis Scott, Meek Mill, uh, Cash Shop, Sweetie. Nice. I feel like I'm missing people. Oh, that's a good show, though. It was good, right? So the morning of the show, I wake up with a fucking fever. Yeah, and I texted you from the concert, yeah, I know. and I was just like, I'm miserable. I'm like, Cora's gonna die. <laughs> no, you know, you know what's funny is that anyone who knows me knows if I go to a concert, I post the whole big whole thing, yep. basically a snippet from like every yep. song. And you texted me, and you're yep. like, I haven't seen anything on your story. Are you okay? Exactly. I don't and I was like, like Julie, I'm not okay. I'm so sick. <laughs> you too quiet on social. Like, what's happening? Yo, okay. So it was in the middle of this open field. Yeah. It was with the humidity and heat index. So it was like 114 degrees, Ooh. which is if you've been to New Orleans, it's hot anyway. But when we were there, it was like record highs. Like humid. every time. Yeah. Like, locals kept saying that this was, like, um, record highs, and it was just, like, hotter than it's been in a long, long time. Yeah. So it was hot as shit. I had a fever. I'm sick as fuck. But we went all the way to New Orleans for this concert, yeah. so I had to go. So we go to the show. I'm miserable the entire time. It's hot as hell. There's people fainting all over the place. I can't. Even on stage, like, some of the rappers and DJs, like, yo, there's people fainting, like, bringing them stretchers. Like, it was crazy. So we ended up leaving the show early. We missed Meek, Travis, and Wayne. I'm 
so sad. Um, but I really yeah. felt like I was gonna die. But I also learned something else in that in that uh, field in New Orleans. Mm. I'm old. Uh, I think that's my last festival. Yeah. I can't do that shit no, no more. Like, where are the chairs? Yo, no chairs, <laughs> no shade. Mr. Shade. I literally was going to die. Yeah. Shout out to my friend Sarah for being a real one, who was like, "Let's just go because you know she paid money too to yeah. go to that concert yeah. and she missed out." So I love you, Sarah. I bought her some shit at Sephora because I felt so bad. <laughs> trip and then my body of course by the time i get back to work i'm fine oh yeah tip top shape for yeah to go back to the fucking plantation but aside from that new orleans was good i took a cooking class i can make gumbo now nice i'm gonna make you some gumbo yeah um so yeah that's good and the days when you were sola were good too? yeah um so what i started to do when i travel with my friends i try to go either one day at the end or like one end by myself um, because I have a lot of friends, shout out to my friend Marilyn, who travel by themselves. Yeah. Like, she'll do two weeks in Europe by herself yeah. every year. And that's too much for me, yeah. but I feel like traveling alone as a woman is, like, really empowering. Yeah. So I try to, I, it's like my little light mm -hmm. version, like, mm -hmm. I'll do, like, a day Dipping or two. Dipping your toes. Right. Yeah. So I had two days by myself in New Orleans, which I enjoyed. Um, part of the day, part of one of them, I was still a little sick, so yeah. I, like, slept in for a while. But then I got some food and went and got my cards read. Which was interesting. <laughs> nah, she lied, okay? She got me hyped up. I was talking to you about it before we started recording. She told me some shit. She told me I was gonna get good news. She I got did. the exact opposite. I got she bad did. news like three days later. She did. So, I don't know what to believe, yeah. Ellie, from Hex, Damn. New Orleans. Damn. So, I'm a little confused out here. <laughs> um, but yeah, my, my solo days were good. I explored. Anyone who knows me knows I love history and New Orleans has so much history yeah, so does. I did like a whole bunch of tours and stuff. That's great. Which I'll tell you about off air. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. don't want to hear about all that shit, but yeah. <laughs> that's good. Great. So let's talk about... Alright, we're gonna dive in. We're gonna dive in. We're gonna do some TV. Yes. Don't watch me watch TV. Coming up next. Don't watch me watch TV. Don't watch me watch TV. Don't watch me watch TV. Alright guys, welcome back. Um, Don't watch me watch TV. Today we're just gonna deep dive on the Married at First Sight Decision Day. Um, the last two episodes, because obviously we haven't recorded for a while. Sorry about that, guys. Life happens. It does. Um, but yeah, so let's get into this. Oh this my God. was intense. It was really intense. This it was, was my intense. first, like, married at first sight decision day, that right? From, start, from, the beginning to, to yep, the from end. start to so finish. So how was this experience for you? I, like, I enjoyed it. I think, like, I still... You know, I still got my feelings. Right. Which we'll dive <laughs> I still into. got my feelings um, about about the show and about the quote unquote experiment. But I think that in general, like, I really enjoy I enjoy the show. Like, it's I so I good. think it's a good concept. I got you know Rob was all in it. He really enjoyed it also. <laughs> um, Shout out to the men who watched Married at First Sight. Hell yeah. There's a lot of people because you know I love to like look at hashtags. Mm -hmm. And there's this one guy who tweets about it all the time, and nice. he. Recent, like um, last week, he was just like, I can't believe I got this invested in this show, yeah, but like seriously. it's so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> so I I liked it, and I I really enjoyed like being able to see Decision Day and be like, okay, like I see where these people started, right, and like right, I saw right. the whole journey and stuff. So it was pretty cool. I'm definitely gonna keep watching. It's so good. Yeah. So I think next we have DC, mm -hmm. which starts in January, and then after that's no love. No, I saw the New Orleans. Movie. I just want to know if all those women are gonna be sweaty and gross all the time because. I 
all the women who wore makeup in New Orleans, I would just look at them and be like, how? Wow. Because my shit is melting the fuck off. Like, my face is, like, not, it's <laughs> oh, it's so gross. I love New Orleans, but it's just so fucking hot. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. So we're gonna, we, we posted some polls on our Instagram for people to vote for who they thought was gonna, if they thought the couple was gonna stay together or if they were gonna get divorced. Yeah, so let's get into some predictions before we talk about what actually happened. Yeah. So for Iris and Keith, 38% of our Instagram followers predicted that they would stay married and 62% predicted that they would be divorced. What do you predict? I predicted. I don't remember what I predicted. I so, voted in the thing, but I forget what I voted. I I feel like I voted, I voted in a way I'm like in the that. moment that I voted, but that's also some of it was different from what I had predicted when we originally made same, our show same, notes. Same, same, same. So yeah, I'm gonna say how I voted, and then I'm gonna say how I predicted because some of them. Do you remember how you voted, or do you want me to tell you? I think I voted that they were gonna stay married, but. For Iris and Keith, yeah, you actually Did I voted say that they were gonna get divorced. Okay, um, which is what I thought. <laughs> but and I voted that they were gonna stay married. I thought I didn't think that they were gonna get divorced on decision day. I well, thought let's, that they... let's talk more. Let's just go through predictions, okay. and then we'll talk about what actually happened. All right. Okay, so Deanna and Greg, eighty-six yes. percent said stay married. Forty, fourteen percent said divorce. I said they were gonna stay married. Same. I knew that. Okay, Amber and Matt, 14% said stay married. <laughs> Who the fuck is this 14%? Y'all simple asses. <laughs> Hold on, let me see. Maybe because Amber's so clingy and desperate, people were like, Maybe. yeah. And then Liz and Jamie, 43% said stay married, and 57% of our Instagram followers said divorce. I said, I'm pretty sure I voted divorce. You did them. vote divorce. Yeah. Let me pull up mine. Um. I voted divorce as well. Yeah. Okay, so let's actually go through them. Yes. So we're just going to do the decisions now, and then we're going to, like, deep then dive on each couple. It. So Iris and Keith, divorced. They got divorced! They got divorced. <laughs> Saw that shit coming. Deanna and Greg, <laughs> married, together. of course. Um, Amber and Matt. Got divorced. Thank fucking God. Blessings. Liz and Jamie. Stayed married. So I think we were both wrong on that one. I think yeah. I predicted that we were all right, so who do you want to talk about first? This is going to order how we just went. So Iris and Keith, yo, okay. So this woman had been delusional the whole time. Um, the only, my only thing, my this has been my complaint since the first season of Married at First Sight yeah. I saw. I feel like they should write their answers down because they allow mm. one person to answer and then another person to answer. So I feel like sometimes it didn't happen in this case. So I honestly don't I agree know with that. that up. But I feel like sometimes I agree the with second that. person will kind of just like say whatever. But I wonder if that on, happened in some of the other cases. That I we'll think get it to. did. I think <laughs> it did. Um, and we'll talk about that when we get there. And I think you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. But with Iris and Keith, so. I just felt so bad for her because he wanted a divorce. Yeah, that was rough. Wasn't though? I I saw it coming. I did too, but I know she didn't see it coming at all. At all. And it was like I don't know how though. Listen. I don't know how she didn't see it coming. I don't either. Maybe watching back now, she'll like be able to see that. I like, hope so. I feel like shit. He. I can't even talk. <laughs> It started off with him really trying. And then I agree with what people are saying, which is that slowly but surely he kind of pulled back and stopped trying. But 
That's because, like, what the fuck? The bitch said that she swallowed coins on the bus for no, her secret. I'm, done. I'm finished. That was like, I feel like that was seriously though. Like, that was a huge turning point for Keith because he was just like, oh, he was like, is there anything else you want to share? This is this is how this is gonna be. And so, in a lot of those Facebook groups and like the hashtags or, or whatever, a lot of people were dogging Keith. Yeah. Um, not only for his decision, but saying that he was never really that good of a husband right. to begin with. And unfortunately, I can't agree or disagree on that because she was such a shitty yeah. wife. And, and I can't say she's a shitty wife because she did a lot for him in terms of being supportive after his grandmother died and, you know, being Susie Homemaker. Right. But she... In terms of their connection. In and terms of their connection intimacy. and their intimacy. She really did not try. No, so she And didn't. she was such a virgin and just wanted to remind you every fucking yeah. second that we never got to learn anything else about, about her. them. Mm-hmm. Um, or about either of them. Yep. But specifically about him. Yeah, because it's real. Because all we learned about him was how he reacted to her in her virginity yep. and, and how, how patient he was yeah and then how frustrated he was and then how upset she was that he was frustrated and like no nah, that's absolutely that's absolutely true that, and i feel yeah. like neither one of them tried to make that physical connection because i feel like at some point if he had tried to initiate sex i'm sh- i don't think that she would have said no mm-hmm. but i feel like she was probably so nervous he was regarded because you know yeah and, he, and then i don't necessarily want to take your virginity and, and have, that's what he said yeah. he was just like i don't know if i w- want to be the one to do that like he started second guessing himself and his not necessarily ability but like his even desire or want to do it because of what that would mean for him and who he would like what he would then kind of owe her which sounds kind of fucked up but i feel like that's the type of pressure and like weight that she put on her virginity and yeah. so I feel like, yeah, it was normal for him being a thoughtful person to be like, damn, actually, this is a bigger deal than I thought it was at first. Um, But I was glad that he stuck to his guns. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was really nice about it, too. I'm sure that was hard for him as well to, like, look at this person who he's been living with for eight weeks and Mm -hmm. be like, I want to get a divorce, knowing that she doesn't want to, knowing that, like, it's going to hurt her, knowing all of these things. And he did what he needed to do. They, these bitches was on the internet saying that he's just as bad as Matt. Which, bitch, where? I was like, bitch, where? You have some nerve, Matt. Hashtag black men don't cheat. Shut mm. the fuck up. All right. Hashtag exactly. <laughs> you have some nerve, madam. Like, what are you talking about? No, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that was crazy. And so the interesting part, um, and I know this, oh, like yeah. like you said a few minutes ago, this is your first time watching from the yeah. beginning. This is actually the first time they've ever had a barbecue afterwards. That shit was awkward as fuck. Awkward as fuck. So I them, thought it was just going to be the couples that stayed no, together. No, <laughs> it was so weird when they came out. And I was like, oh shit, they're there. So basically, if you missed it or if you didn't watch, basically after decision day, because... Back up. If you guys remember, they're all living in the same apartment. What is it? Lifetime? Yeah. They all rented them um, apartments in the same building. Complex, yeah. In the same complex. And so, 
after they made their decisions, Ooh. they all met up in the complex for like a barbecue, which was awkward as hell. And so, like Julie said, I thought it was just gonna be the married couples at first because those were the first ones that showed up. Those were the first ones. I was like, okay, that's cute. Okay. That's the first time I've done that, but yeah. that's a cute little celebration, champagne. But then the divorce couple showed up too, and it was so awkward. And so, you know, they like to talk and ask questions and what happened. So they get there. <laughs> Iris. They get there. Iris was fucking pissed. Iris was pissed, obviously, because she just been di like divorced with, and she was the first one to arrive. Keith came later, yep. and um, the married couples, mm -hmm. and we're not gonna tell who because oh, we are, we already did. Yeah, we, we, did, we, did, we did. We did. So we did. it was uh, Amber. No, uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth and Jamie and Zion and Greg um, were like, hey, where's you know, uh, where's Keith? How did it happen or whatever? And she was just like, I'll, let, I'll let Keith tell you. <laughs> Which, once again, is her immaturity. Exactly. It's her immaturity. Exactly. Like, take accountability. You know, I didn't throw that aspect. We're not married right. no more. And then whatever. she always starts talking fast when she gets mad. She was like, well, I just wanted you to be the one to say it because I wanted to stay married. Like, oh my God, Iris. <laughs> so then, a few minutes later, Keith gets there. And so, I think it's Deanna or Elizabeth. One of them asked, like, what happened? He's like, okay, well, we're not. Deanna was froggy that night so i feel like it was diana he's like he's like we're not married anymore da, 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 da. um and here's the here's the shit that makes me say that she is delusional delusional i don't remember if it was the other couples who asked or like production and like their little confessional yeah it was after, a confessional but basically asked like is there any hope for the future oh yeah they asked them that at the at the barbecue. What was the exact question? She was like, because she was saying how they were still friends, how they were still going right. to be friends when they come out of it. And then one of them, I think it was Greg, and he was like, so are you guys like done done or is there like hope for the future? And he was like, and Keith said something to the effect of, you know, I'm not going to close a chapter. I, I don't know what the future holds. And then right. in the confessional is when... Right, okay, so Iris, you could tell Iris was waiting to she answer like the question. <laughs> she was waiting to answer the question until after Keith answered the question. Yeah. And then when Keith said, we'll never know what the future holds or whatever, she, like, lit up at, yeah. like, the possibility of them, like, being together. And then in the confessional got all fucking cocky, like, yeah, well, if Keith uh, came back and, like, wanted to improve and improve on some things, I'll give him a chance. Like... He approved on some things like, bitch, she just divorced you. You wanted to stay married. Like, bitch, you are delusional. It's crazy. Once man. again, zero self awareness with this woman. Yeah. Like, he literally just divorced you on national TV, and you're talking about if he comes back with some improved. improvements, you might. Oh, wait, that was a shit. I might give him a chance. That's what it was. I might give him a chance. Bitch, you wish. Like, you fucking wish. But I do feel like they were well matched yeah. aside from like the sexual incompat incompat incompatibility yeah am i a little bit high i can't talk a little bit maybe. Fine to me. <laughs> <laughs> um so i feel like maybe if they were like dating yeah. at some point maybe it would have worked yeah the marriage pressure of it i think really did a lot but also yeah iris is Iris is Iris. She's fucking intense. She's very intense. She's intense. She's extremely intense. I'm excited to see the reunion, though. I am, too, except that it's only two months after Decision Day. I uh, wish it was, like, a little bit longer. 
Um, but it's two months after decision day, and a lot of people online seem to speculate that they're going to be dating, just like I just said. Right. Like, maybe a little date and take it slow. Um, so I'm interested to see what we find I out. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think Keith is done. I think Keith is done. I, Keith, I think Keith dived into some pussy yeah. that night and is done with done. waiting with And that doesn't mean he doesn't Mary. miss her or that he doesn't care about her or that seeing her you know wouldn't bring up feelings. But hit me up when you're divorced a second time, bitch. Everybody was like... <laughs> <laughs> Bitches gonna be throwing their panties in his DMs. Oh my god. <laughs> Immediately. I tweeted and I was just like, how virgin, um, excuse me, how Iris a divorced virgin? Like, imagine fucking saying that shit on a first date. Damn. And you like, know she would. I mean, uh, I'm actually a virgin and I'm divorced. <laughs> <laughs> oh. How the fuck that happened? Shit. <laughs> fucking weirdo. Uh, you getting an appetizer? I'll <laughs> take the check, please. Yeah. So, I think I was both, I was shocked that it happened. My original, I like, thought process was that they would not get divorced on decision day because Keith wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. But that they would be divorced by the time the reunion came around. I really, really, really thought that she was going to, they were going to consummate their marriage before the eight week mark. And then take that out. Because I feel like if they had consummated and like they realized they did have that like sexual chemistry that yeah. they would they could stay together. But fooled around a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like, How do you lay in a bed with somebody for eight weeks? Why? Like that too. Mm. He he not he wear magnum, so I know you feel that shit in the morning when you wake oh, up. He's like, I don't even know what these are. I don't know what doggy style <laughs> is. I don't even know. Like you're so dumb, he bitch. You got the internet, you're a whole lie. It's a whole fucking lie. I'm sorry. If I was waking up next to Keith, bitch. What you need? Your mama said dive in the pool. Right. Who are you holding it for? That's the thing that also is really annoying, that has been annoying about Iris, is that multiple people from the experts to her mother to her friends have told her to relax (laughs) about the virginity stuff, to let it go, to start thinking about it in a different way. And she's like, yep, yep. Yep, and just yes people to death and frigid. doesn't actually frigid. do the yes, mad frigid. And doesn't actually do the work that was asked of her. I hope she at least has a vibrator because she's too wound up. I don't think she does. That's shit. I just don't think she Fuck, does. Fuck, what a life, yo. Yeah. That sounds stressful. Like literally like stressful. You gotta let that relate. shit out. That's why she's like that. I mean, I know you can't relate with a gut full of human sauce <laughs> of pot, bitch. Can't relate. <laughs> Can't relate. <laughs> Are we done with Iris and Keith? Yes. Don't drink her fucking lemonade. Oh my god. Let's move on. Deanna and Greg. It's gonna be a super easy one. Because, I'm so like, happy that they stayed married. Yeah, me too. I was certain that they would. Oh, I, of course. You know, I knew that I knew that Greg was gonna say yes, and that was funny because at the barbecue, Jamie was like. Because he was like, oh, you know, I wasn't sure. Like, he was just, like, fucking around. And right. Jamie was like, you're lying. We knew, uh, you, we knew <laughs> you were going to say. We knew what your answer was, bro. <laughs> and love ass Yo, And we were like, we did all know what your heart eye emoji ass was going to say. <laughs> love that girl. Sucker for love ass. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was really happy they stayed together. I knew that Deanna wanted to stay with him. I just think she's just a very... She's just a cautious person, you yeah. know what I mean? She's cautious with her words, with her feelings, with her moves. But she never really gave, especially in the last, like, four or five episodes even, like, she said she wanted to move forward and grow with him multiple times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think she, out of a lot of the people who I think needed to do work, 
did a lot of work mm-hmm. on herself. I agree. And tried to listen and tried to change and but but like also change within like thing parameters that felt comfortable for mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. And she busted his chops a little bit and was like, um, um. And then you know production had to pause uh-huh. the commercial make it something she was gonna say, say no. no. But we knew. Yeah. We knew. Yeah. And then they had their bubbly and but at them at the them at the at the barbecue. And we we'll talk about this more when we talk about the next couple. Um, I feel like we got to see Deanna <laughs> if Deanna's upset. I liked it. I, <laughs> I liked, liked it, it too. a lot. I did too. And like for the whole time, a lot of them had kept their kind of opinions to themselves when they were together. Oh, they kept and the other couples nice. would like the like the other spouses would do something that they didn't like. Like when Jamie told Elizabeth to shut up, and Deanna was like, "Ew." But nobody said anything. Yeah. That was not what happened at the barbecue. At all. That kept it real. Are we done with Deanna and Greg? I think so. Like, you know, Mazel Tov. Congratulations. I hope y'all, you know, stay together. I hope I y'all make it. Spin off with the baby. Yeah. There all right. Let's get to the Okay, mess. but real quick. Hold on. They said that their family was expanding and Rob was like, they're getting a dog. And I was like, don't say that. They already have a dog. He's like, they're getting another dog. Was he right? Is that what they said? Because in the preview, it I was like. that. He ruined it for me because I was like, oh my god, they're having a baby. And he was like, no, they're going to have a dog. They're going to get a dog. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Did you they say that on the episode or they didn't say it. The We're going to find out on the reunion. Yeah, it's probably a dog or something because yeah. I don't think that... Deanna would have a baby that soon. But maybe a lot of the other married at first sight couples have done it. But I'm just excited for her because she gets to move into that house. Bitch. Ooh, he got two ovens. That shit. They got his house. I just want to twerk for that house. Just like mad mm-hmm. closets. Garage space. She's like, what are we gonna do with all this house? Did you know what she's gonna do with all this house? Bitch, you know exactly what she's gonna do with this house. <laughs> like, like her friend said, "Oh, you African? Yeah, yeah. I know you want to have a lot of kids. You about to fucking fill this house up with some beautiful brown babies." All right, the mess. The mess. Here the fuck we go. Here we go. Okay, so Amber and Matt. My God. Whew. All right. So. I was literally like watching this with like my hands. Same. On my face. Like, Same. I was just like, what the fuck is going to happen? Same. So, we knew they were getting a divorce because, obviously, Matt is trash, and thank God Amber woke up. Um, but Amber came to Decision Day. My girl bossed up, okay? All season, she's been meek and scared and quiet and letting him walk all over her. This girl bossed up with receipts. With receipts! With receipts. Shows up to Decision Day. They're like, would you like to stay married or divorced? She was like... I would like to get a divorce because <laughs> he's a cheater, yep. and here's why, yep. bitch. So we found oh out last God. episode. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about last episode because it like it nothing was, really happened yeah, except was, this. So we kind of like skipped ahead. Yeah. But last episode, the friends uh, that we all said she should actually be dating, Raven. Raven. She goes to see Raven, and Raven says that he went out and saw Matt out. And you know this nigga's six nine, so yep. he can't disappear. He can't. And he don't give in. a fuck, so he doesn't hide from anyone. He doesn't. So he went out one of those nights that he left Amber alone, met some bitch, was with her all night, buying her drinks, kicking in the corner, whoop de whoop, left the club with her. 
So, Raven's tells Amber this, and this is the episode prior to Decision yep. It was at the very yep. end of the episode. This was, like, when they left the house to go spend the night away from each other to, like, reflect and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that, so basically... I mean, it was nothing. Like yeah, they all they all had a night apart. Uh, the couple split up where they went to see if they, you know, went to their respective homes to mm-hmm. figure out their next move, and they met again at Decision Day. Yep. Um, so, that is what we got last episode, and so... Amber said this because she never told the experts. So she's telling the experts and confronting Matt about it for the first time. At the same So that's one. But we also find out. This shit. We also find out that her teacher, some of the teachers at her school, pull her into a classroom one day and say, hey, I've seen screenshots of your man talking to some girl on some app. And I think, I don't know if we talked about it on the show or just between you and I, but we knew about these screenshots, but I didn't realize they were during filming. I thought they were afterwards. I wasn't sure about the timing either. Yeah, I thought they were afterwards, which made me assume that they did not stay together. But it was during filming. So there are screenshots of him on a dating site trying to like meet up with a girl and like take her out. But the kicker is, she looked at the timestamps. It was the time that they went to his house, his childhood home. His fake childhood. His fake house childhood when they went to some random house and he's like, I used to live there with my sister when I was fat. Like, he was messaging, messaging some bitch a girl. trying to meet up. So Amber comes with all these receipts oh at decision God. day. Once again, this is the first time he's, she's ever dressing with Matt and the experts. And the experts are like, is this true? Is this, are you for real? Are you serious? And Matt is just sitting there. He could, he, he want, because he was bullshitting before, right? Because he's like, oh, we always with the bullshit, always lying. Blah, 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 like all this bullshit. And then she was like, so actually, no, what we're not going to do is this shit. Because like, can you imagine your coworkers pulling you into a room and being like, I don't even like my coworkers. Like, the people on my team, let me not say that. I got a whole group of black people at work I fuck with. No. But the people on my team, there's probably one of them. Shout out to Mike. What up, Mike? He's probably listening right now. (laughs) It's just him. I don't fuck with no one on that fucking team. So if them bitches pull me aside, like, yo, I got some news for you. I be swinging on everybody just off the fact that y'all know my business and I'm mad now. Oh, my God. I just, yo, Matt is trash. Yo, he is. And and he's just sitting there, and then he and then like Dr. Pepper, who fucking hates him. Yo, straight she up. She fucking straight hates the him. Fuck up. I was like, yo, Pepper <laughs> might lunge at you right now. Like she fucking hates him. I love him. that her name is really Pepper. Right, and like none of them, they were just like like they were at a loss. You know what I mean? And she's the only one who was like, so you're married, and yeah. you're. You're, 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 he was like, oh, I was holding out hope. She was like, while you're dating? <laughs> Are you, like. She was wild. Ooh, she was, was wild. so tight. I was like, yes, Pepper. Like, that shit was crazy. He t- talked about I, we were married, but I still felt like we were friends. So instead of trying to make your relationship with your wife, who you had sex with two, three days into being married in Antigua, <sighs> who you felt like was your friend. My goodness. Negative. Instead of trying to make that relationship work after this bitch was done crying, wanted you to come home, let you stay out till 2 o'clock in the morning, which was ridiculous, <laughs> didn't make you get a job, was going to support you with her 80K oh, a year. Oh, God. All of it. All of it. You have the nerve to not only be dating and talking to bitches on the, on the apps, but to be talking to bitches that she knows? Niggas. Niggas oh. are so disgusting. 
disgusting. Oh my god, I was like Amber, but oh I was god. so glad that she didn't stay with him because you know there was that part where she was like, and she said on paper, she was like, on paper you're the perfect match for me, blah blah blah. And he's like, same. And she's like, because we have so much in common, but like, like what? No, I've been basketball and chicken wings, and, and like beer. you don't really play basketball. Like you just like to watch it, like. Yeah, and it was mad funny because she said that he was like artistic and smart and where <laughs> these people made a meme of his stupid ass face. Oh my god, and it was like artistic, smart, like it was just fucking. Like, yeah, I will send it to you. It was mad funny, but yeah, and I wonder. Oh, right? because he plays the bad guitar. That's where the artistic comes from. Shut the fuck up, Amy. That song was terrible. <laughs> I really wonder because he 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 always comes with the. Oh, we're building a strong bond and blah, 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 blah. I wonder what he would have said if he answered first. That, that's what I, that's what made me bring that up a few minutes yep. ago. Or if she had said, stay married. Yep. And he what would have been on said. some bullshit and been like, yeah, we'll be I feel try. like he would have. And he would have just kept doing what Smoking he was doing. I really, I Yo. really deep down feel like he would have stayed married if she would have said, stay married. I really do. And I also feel like on the next couple, if one of them said divorce, exactly. Yeah, divorce. Same. But we're gonna get there. Same. Yo, Matt is trash. So then The barbecue. Hold on, wait. I'm sorry. They're packing up the house. Oh Lord. And they got these pictures on the refrigerator. Can I just tell y'all before we get into this? For every every time we do a TV show recap, Julia and I take concise notes. And we are reading the notes and we go off the notes. Yep. We are so passionate about this episode. We are doing this off the dome. We got no notes no because notes. we know exactly what we the know fuck what we said. We know what needs to be said. Continue. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. So I just need them to know Oh my God. I know. I've been like, hope. and we ha we don't talk about it until we record. Oh, we purposely so, like, do not like, talk like about it. like bursting at the scene. <laughs> So they're packing up the house or whatever, and she goes into the kitchen. They got all these pictures of them on the refrigerator. Oh my god! And she's like, oh "What god. should we do with this?" And he's like, "Oh, you can take them." And she's like, "I'm good," <laughs> which I appreciated because I feel like Amber two weeks ago had been like, "Oh, I'll take, take them. them for my memory." Exactly. Good. She was like, "I'm all set," and he, he was like, "Trash." We can throw them out then. Pulled them off the refrigerator and threw them in the trash. Like, not even like, oh, let me put them on the counter and then maybe in the trash in an hour so, right. so it hurts less. And he's just like, well, there that is. Like, <laughs> like on top of the fucking no! epic muffin wrapper, like, zero fucks. None of the fucks. He's so fucking rude. Oh, my he's God. so rude. And that was so just rude. the start of the rudeness. Oh, my God. Because this episode, we see the true we see colors. Him. We, saw we him. see what yep. a dick he fucking yep. is. And that he's been lying yep. this entire Time. Yep. So the barbecue. Oh, we go outside to the barbecue. This barbecue was so messy. So messy. I'm like, y'all really wanted just some extra mess at the end. And I was looking That's at the time because after Liz and Jamie went, it was like 9:30, and I was like, there's still 30 minutes left. Yo, like, same. I was just like, is there another the couple? What's gonna happen? Yeah. Go ahead. So he gets there. Um, and everyone Late asked, last. Latest question's <laughs> like, what up, y'all? Like, <laughs> and his damn basketball shorts and compressed socks up to his knees, like he, always. He's at the grill making his plate. Someone asked him something. What did they ask him? They asked him something. He, he was just like some awkward ass answer. Yeah. And then they go sit down. Everybody then, knows that he has been cheating, though, because Amber got there first and Amber had been crying and she was upset and she was, and she told them. She told that she went to the side and talked to the girls about everything yeah. that happened. And then obviously they're close by. So Jamie and, and Greg can hear. 
And in the confessional, you know, they're all like, oh, you can't do that in a marriage, blah, blah, blah. But didn't nobody say nothing to Matt there. The boys didn't say anything to Matt. Of course not, because the men are spineless. Yes. And they still want to act like they're homies. Exactly. But the women, the women did. Daryl's like, how you doing? <laughs> She's like, hey, how you, what's up? What's, what's going on? Like, you know, how, how, you, how you feeling? How you doing or whatever? And he's like, oh, I'm cool. I'm good. I'm cooling. And then they just kind of unleashed on his ass. As they should have. And Deanna was like, I, I feel disrespected for her. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, come on, sis. Let him know. And, you know, Amber's over there crying, falling to pieces and shit. And she's just, like, trying to talk to him. But I felt like I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't, I was, like, fine with the girls going off on him or whatever. But I wish that Amber didn't seem, and this is just me and the way that I deal with these types of situations mm -hmm. is that I just didn't want her to continue to appear so hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wish that she could be out. as unbothered as he was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because she was obviously, and she was like, but it hurts and it hurts and this and that. And it's like, he doesn't give a fuck about hurting you. Mm. You you haven't realized that by Girl. now? He does not give a fuck about Girl. hurting you in front of these people, in front of your coworkers, Girl. in front of America. Like, he does not care mm. about hurting you. The disrespect. And he was just like, chapter closed. Yeah, and so Elizabeth started asking questions too. I forget what she asked, but yeah. she, she was basically just like, so why did you do that? What yeah. were you doing? Da, 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 da. And he was just like, well, that's over. I don't want to talk about it. Chapter closed. And just like refusing to talk about it. And everyone's like, but why? Mm -hmm. and, and that's when Amber was just like, but you're being so short mm -hmm. and like rude and, and cold. Yeah. And, and cold. Like there's no reason. <laughs> and he's just like, well, it's over. And you know, we don't have to deal with it anymore. Yep. And then like, you're just like, what? Yeah, and then Iris rashed him too. <laughs> she came here looking for a relationship. I love making fun of Iris. My I do too. <laughs> and low key, I really feel like she was just like talking about herself because she was kind of burned too. And Keith that's in there sipping his beer, crying uh, and shit. Like, oh, let me just fade the black here before these bitches come for me too. And then Matt just gets up and leaves. You know, he like, takes right, his beer it. and he just is like, well, fuck this. And and leaves. And then the confessional was the funniest part. Because he's in the confessional like, well, I learned a lot about myself uh, in this situation. I learned I can't commit. Yep. I'm not ready to commit. Uh, I definitely regret doing this. And I regret doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I regret getting married. Wow. Yo. Wow. This is crazy. He's trash. And I was actually recapping it for a friend who doesn't watch the show, but they listen to the podcast. Uh-huh. Um, actually Mike, what up Mike? And he was just like, so how did they, like, what happened? And I was, and I basically recapped the form and then, and I was just like, and he said he regretted it and he was just like, he regretted cheating or he regretted oh, getting no. married. Oh no. I was like, no, he, he, he did not regret getting cheating. married. He didn't regret cheating. Like he probably with that big short now. Right. <laughs> he didn't regret that. Oh my God. That shit was wild. Wild, Julie. I could not believe it. I'm just I'm just so thoroughly happy that she didn't stay with him because I was, I, I, I'm like, I was confident that they were going to get yeah. a divorce and I was also just like Amber's ass is just, you know, she just, she's delusional in her own way. She's AF. clingy. Yeah. She's got her issues yeah. that like she would hold on to him thinking that something would change or that something would be different. I was really glad that she that she didn't because you could tell like the experts didn't even want them to be together and they said that straight at the up. end like straight up. Viviana was like I'm glad that they got a divorce because <sighs> it's not it's not it's not a good relationship 
hot fucking mess. I hope Matt, um, I hope he stubs all of his toes. I hope he never gets a basketball contract because he's he, mediocre anyway. I hope he breaks his fucking knees yep. and he can't fucking play basketball. Pulls an Achilles. I hope he loses all of his fucking vacuums because yep. you know his little side thing is that he's a car detailer. That he never actually made happen because he's a bum. He's a bum ass nigga. I hope that you fall in love with a beautiful black woman who, you know, treats you so good at first and got you fucking floating and doing everything for her and I hope she fucking breaks your heart after giving you an STD. Yeah, um, she cheats on you with one of your, like, basketball friends. But a black one with a big dick. Yeah. <laughs> what you wish one. you were, nigga. Mm, all that. Oh. I want you to feel all those feelings. You fucking bum-ass nigga. And this is how you know I hate Matt because I don't stick up for white women. You got me feeling bad for Amber. I don't feel yeah. bad for fucking white women. Fuck that. I feel so bad for her. I feel bad for her, yo. That's sad, That's just crazy. I hope she finds love. I hope her I really, and Raven I hope her and Raven get it together. Is he gay or I, in a relationship? I don't know. I don't know. But is he... Because she said something about Bobby's gone because the night that they were splitting up before decision day when they're supposed to sleep mm. away Matt asked her where she was gonna go I don't know why he asked like he gave a fuck about right. this poor girl and she said Bobby's gone so I'm gonna probably stay at Raven's so I don't know if Bobby was the boyfriend or girlfriend that part. That's yeah. also, it could be also a girl's name a roommate we gotta investigate I'm sure somebody has figured this out by now we gotta find out FBI. who's Bobby who's Raven FBI why aren't Facebook. they together yeah, Hopefully at the reunion, uh, someone will ask, like, yeah. why aren't you with this baby? Maybe they'll bring Raven out. Um, are we done with them? We're done with them. Liz and you Jamie. Know, good luck, Amber, Matt. Fuck you. Liz and Jamie, these fucking weirdos. <laughs> I give them a week. Maybe a month. I think they're going to be divorced by the time, by, by tomorrow's they're show. <laughs> like, I, I can't, they can't, they can't hate each other. Hate each other. The they fuck? cannot stand each other. <laughs> Like, what are you talking about? Someone online was probably like, you can tell that Beth got that crazy girl pussy because niggas love crazy girls. And that's, fair. that's why he can't get enough of her sex and was always begging for it. That's real. <laughs> he, he do be begging for it. He can't stop bringing it up. <laughs> At all. I saw this thing that was At like, the they really off. arguing about sex in front of the experts on decision day still. Like, still. Still. Like, get the fuck over it. <laughs> and then have the nerve to stay married. I don't understand these people. So, once again, I feel like if one... I forget who answered first, but I she feel did. like if she had said he, she wanted to divorce, he, he would have said it too. And then she was low-key pressuring him while he was thinking. She was like, you're freaking me out, Jamie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it was taking too long to answer. And they all like, this, it's this, it's toxic, it's this and this. And they say all these horrible things. And they go, but it's just, it's just too good. And it's like, but where? Because <laughs> you just listed everything that where you hate. the fuck? Like, you guys hate each other. Literally, you hate each other. I don't like, where? What's the attraction? But this is the same shit that they did on their uh, anniversary. Yeah. When they had been fighting the day before. And they said, what can I do better as a husband and a wife? And both of them were like, nothing, you're, you're perfect, you're wonderful. <laughs> and then they fought on the way home. They're fucking cuckoo for cocoa Like, Puffs. they're fucking nuts. They're nuts. God bless them for not wanting to have children either. Woo! Because, Woo! What oh a blessing. my What God. a blessing. What a blessing. Like, not only would the kid be crazy, <laughs> but my God, co-parenting with those people must be 
Yo. It would be nuts. It would it would be crazy. And the kid probably smell because I feel like they both smell bad. I don't trust neither of them. Like, I feel like she smells like she doesn't wear deodorant. He smells like a cat, like cat pee. Yeah, because he don't change the damn cat's litter. <laughs> like, I feel like they both got an odor to him. <laughs> we all know his shirts are too tight. Their sex probably really stinks. Yeah. All right. All right. It's fucking gross. That's nasty. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I was, I was surprised they stayed together. I wasn't, I wasn't. You know what I mean? Because I they have surprised. that type of like crazy toxic relationship yeah, yeah, where they're yeah. like oh my god we'll stay together and we'll just fight for the rest of our lives but i really thought one of them was gonna see reason and be like ah maybe not no, like, i can't wait to see this reunion tomorrow yeah, me too but like i said i wish it was more than two months out because yeah. i definitely want to see more because it has happened in married at first sight history where they'll stay married they'll be married at the reunion but then, because they're not allowed to post anything online mm-hmm. until the day after the reunion. Mm. Like, all of their Instagrams are private. Yeah. And, like, I requested some of them. Yeah. And it's just, like, still pending. But they'll probably approve it um, tomorrow. Thursday, yeah. But it has happened in the past that people will stay married, be married at the reunion, and then be divorced by the time yeah. the reunion airs. I did some research, but I left it somewhere where I looked at all the couples from season one who are still married. I'll bring it. Some are really cute. Like Jamie Otis. um, She's the one who does the... Do you ever watch like the after show where like they talk? Mm -hmm. I don't watch that. But she, the host of that, she was married at first sight. And she hated her husband at first. She was like, he's so ugly. I'm not attracted to him. And they're still together. They just like had their their third baby or something. Yeah. So it's interesting. (laughs) It's a very interesting show. It's interesting. It's very interesting. Um, so I was not surprised by, like, Liz and Jamie, I feel like, could have gone either way. Yeah. Because they're just both so crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that was wild. But I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm interested to see tomorrow because, like, nothing's going to change between them. So, they're either just going to keep dealing with each other's bullshit or they're going to not. Or not. So, yeah. So, we'll see. And when the show's over and, like, the cameras aren't there and, you know, all of that stuff is gone... I think they'll really realize that they were supposed to get a divorce. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Oh man, but it was great. It was good. What a fun I'm sad to see them go. It was a fun season. season. It was good. I think the one thing that I want to say is that I I feel like, and tell me if it's been different in prior seasons, I feel like we didn't get much expert time. Yeah, um, we've seen a lot more of them in previous seasons, mm-hmm. so you're right, um, there wasn't a lot of them this season. Um, I wonder if they're trying to, like, kind of let them be a little bit, you Yeah, know? like, and I get that, but sometimes I wish that, like... Step in. Yeah, especially with, like, Matt and Amber, like, that was emotionally abusive, like... Well, like I said, I think that's where the... Oh, excuse me, when they did the, like, the mid-season decision mm-hmm. or whatever that was, um, yeah. recommitment day or whatever, yeah. which was in direct response to last right. season right. when they right. let right. Right. Luke completely annihilate Kate. Fucking mess. What a mess. What a what a mess. We're kissing, but we're really having sex. Okay, I'm not, we're not even going to go Fucking there. But weird. But weird. we're not having sex. Anyway, I, I look forward, because <laughs> I'm gay, I look forward <laughs> to the next season. 
um, meeting the new couples. Is, yeah. is it true there's going to be five couples next season? That's what I heard. I didn't see a preview for it. excessive as fuck. Because like it used lot. to be three. I know. And this season was four. four. And now five. That's a lot. That's a lot of people. And it's two hours, which is... And now the episodes range between an hour to an hour and a half. Some are like an hour. Yeah. But like, um... Summer, like an hour and a half, mm-hmm. and it's pretty kind of indiscriminate. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is until I fucking yeah. turn it on. And they just cut it off to put on stupid ass marrying millions. Which we're not watching. It's not a thing. Fucking stop it's with not that gonna like, be heavy a thing. promo. We're not watching that trash. No. And I will not watch it even to see the preview for next week's Married at First Sight. Oh, yeah. No, no. Because I know all the groups I follow will just post that shit. Exactly. It's just something that's going to be on Instagram. Or I'll just fucking wait and be surprised exactly. like a normal person. Exactly. That part. <laughs> well, bon voyage to Married at First Sight. You were good to us. You were. Can't wait to see you when you come back. Can't wait. All right. All right, we're so, done with that. Next up, join the group chat. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. It go down. It go down. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. It go down. It go down. Alright guys, welcome back. We're gonna hop in the group chat. So as always, I'd be, you know, on the interwebs, looking at shit, uh, posting screenshots and getting your uh, opinions. So this one was really interesting. It was super relatable. Um, And so it was a screenshot that I saw on Facebook from like a group that I'm in, but there it was like a screenshot from another group that I'm not a part of, but I guess like an advice group. Um, and so someone wrote in the following message and asked, um, for responses. So I'm just going to read it. Dear Jamie, I don't know who Jamie is. I guess that's an advice columnist. Um, dear Jamie, I was recently insulted on a second date. I'm in my mid twenties. She is 28. We agreed to meet for coffee as a first get to know you date and then have a, and then set up a second date to go have dinner and hit a couple bars downtown. I agreed that I would pick her up, and when I arrived at her house, she came out dressed to impress and ready for dinner. Mm -hmm. But before she got in the car, she walked around the back and snapped a picture of my license plate. When she got in the car, I asked her why she did that. She said she was texting the pic to her friend just in case she goes missing during our date. I asked her if she had a bad feeling about me, and she said no. She was just covering her bases. I was baffled and insulted that she would have any fear of me. I was pretty quiet during our dinner and faked feeling ill so I could take her home. Because remember, they were supposed to get drinks after dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have not spoken to her since, though she keeps texting me. Should I be insulted? Is this how dating is now? If that's the case, I would rather be alone. What do you think? Ugh, you're such a fucking... I know, exactly. <laughs> I'd rather be just with dating is because I'd rather be alone. Like... So I asked our Instagram followers what they think and asked them who is wrong here. of our Instagram followers say that she is wrong, and 75% of our Instagram followers say that he was wrong. What do you think? I mean... Obviously. He's, like, he's got to relax. Do I think... I mean, I've done this before. Like, dropped a pin. I've... Taking pictures, like, exactly, this is where I'm at, this is who I'm with. You have my location. Right. We share our location with each other. Indefinitely, like... It's all, it's there all the time. All the time. And I same thing with my sisters. Like I have their location, they have my location. Like it, it's just like it, it's a part of being a woman, and I think that that just shows how 
unaware he is right. of like the shit that we go through on a regular basis. And what's fucked up is the reason that you and I shared our location with each mm. other was after a young woman was Jackson Correa was kidnapped and murdered. Um, kidnapped from a club that we used to go to and murdered in Rhode Island, which is right over state lines. He drove her body in the trunk of her, his car to Delaware. She was a mother. Like that's why we did that. That's why we go to the bathroom together. That's why we ask each other to hold our drinks. That's why when we walk to our cars, we hold our keys in our hands. Like that's why if I'm out and my phone dies, I'm going home. Exactly. Like this is the end of the night for me. It's not about you. It's about the world that we live in. And the fact that the number one killer of women is men. That part. That's so. If you are so fucking selfish that you need to internalize that and be offended that a woman wants to protect herself yeah. when she's with you, then you're right. Maybe dating is maybe for it's you not for you because that's what it is in 2019. Yep. You have to be careful. Yep. And we're like, not out here saving people's feelings. Like, would I have necessarily done it in front of him? No, I wouldn't have. But that's what the fuck she wanted to do. She I've wanted to make it very clear it. in front of you. I've literally done that. Yeah. I've literally gotten in front of someone's car like, can I see your license? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm take a picture of it. When I first went to Rob's parents' house in another state, like, I dropped my pin and shared my location with my sisters and I was just like... Especially and if you're going to a white family's house, I've seen I Get Out. I've Get Out. I might not come back. Nigga, yeah. what am I doing? You got me shucking and driving with a new brain. Okay. I'm sorry. I've seen the movie. Not me. Not this one. <laughs> And it wasn't even necessary. Like, and it's not, it's not about whether I trust you or not. Like, it's not about that. It's about the fact that this is the shit, this is the world we live in. This is what y'all people, y'all male people do. And that most of the time, the people who assault, who murder women are people that we know. It's not a stranger in the alley. We know that already. It's people who we're close with, people who we trust, people who we choose to be alone with. And if you think that I'm gonna risk my life for your fucking ego, you can drop me off. That part. That part. Like, if you're so concerned with what women have to do to make themselves feel safe, like, don't get mad at me for that. How about you check your boys? Go check your boys. Go check your boys and tell them to stop being fucking creeps Mm -hmm. and saying slick shit Mm -hmm. and doing slick shit. And doing weird shit. And making us feel uncomfortable in the fact that we have to send our friend a license plate just in case. And if you're not intending to hurt her or do anything crazy, you why shouldn't you be offended. If anything, you should laugh and be like, oh, you stay for me, girl, where you want to go to eat. Exactly. Like, why is this even a thing? Exactly. So, yeah, I wouldn't want to date a nigga like that. No. Like, mm-mm. 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 No. <clears throat> All right, next one. Did Rob vote on that one? What did he say? Rob did vote, did actually. Did he vote the he right votes, way? He votes on most of them. Let me see. Let me pull it back up. He voted him, yeah. Um, I'll show you who voted her. And they were both women, surprisingly. And you... Right. We we know both of y'all. It was only it was only a few of y'all. And we know who y'all are. And y'all... That's interesting. Yeah, that's misleading to do. <laughs> that's interesting. I know. Okay. I know. Um, okay, so another one... I don't even know if I should do it because all the votes were for the same, but we're yeah. still going to do it anyway. Did you see this one? I did. Um, I, I don't think I voted, though. So, this one was a screenshot of a text conversation that I saw floating around on the internet. Um, from what I assume from the context, they're like new bays, like not officially in a relationship, mm-hmm. but like probably been on a few dates, probably yeah. smashed a few times. Um, 
So she texts him, I need $20. Not, hey, how are you? Can I? Can I? <laughs> but I need $20. And he responds, $20 to do what, babe? She goes, my kids have a trip tomorrow. They ain't tell me till today, SMH. He goes, ah, damn, SMH. Well, they just gonna have to not go, babe. They told you too late. She says, oh, wow, so you can't give me $20? He says, babe, you're just going to have to ask. You're going to have to ask the kids' fathers for the, for that kind of stuff. She says, you know what? I don't want to talk to you anymore. No more, I should say, actually. And he says, okay, well, then it was fun while it lasted, but giving you money will never work unless you're my wife. I'm sorry. You got three kids and two babies' fathers for those kids, so those men need to give you the money to give you that money, sweetie. Um, so I asked our Instagram followers, who's wrong here, him or her? And 100% said her. What do you think? She's wild. She's wild as fuck. Huh, <laughs> send your pussy up if you don't got $20. She's wild. We talk about $20. $20. We're not talking about 100 No, we're not. We're not talking about, like, some- You, like, you, even, even on those worst pay weeks, nigga, and you got, like, you know, $14.65, you don't have, like, a savings account. Right. And I also think like you gotta you gotta be you gotta gauge your relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're in, if that's New Bay, first of all, like why are you asking him for money for your kids? And like that. And the, exactly. And then like that. Like I need this. It's one thing. It's like, babe, you know, I whatever, whatever. Can I? Da, right. Da, da, da. Right. But I need like he's just supposed to be like, oh, okay. Right. No. Like she was wild. That's crazy. She was wild. That's crazy. I I did find it annoying that he was like, "You got three kids and two babies, daddies," because you knew that when you came into you this knew equation. that. Don't be throwing that shit in my face. Don't, exactly. Don't. That just means I got good pussy and niggas like to you know make you make me a knew <laughs> that I had that that was my life when you came here. So don't be trying to shame me with that. But. She was really crazy for asking him for $20 for her babies to go on a trip the day before My and God. all rude with it. Like, that was I don't wild. feel like that was really for her babies. I don't either because she got really mad about it. She got really mad. I don't want to talk to you no more. Like, <laughs> I find it hard to believe because she said the kids. So right. all the kids got the same field trip. That's $20? one. $20? That's weird. For $20? That sounds like you just want to buy some weed because right. your homegirl's coming over. Exactly. Like, and, and that's it's also like, some bum shit. Like, you don't got money for that. Yeah, but it is. How, okay, three kids. The kids got a trip. Assuming all kids got the same trip. Mm-hmm. I don't know what school that happens at. But, like, let's assume. Right. So, what is that? Less than $10 a child. You got two baby daddies. You can't get $10 from each nigga. Like, I don't understand. So, it's a whole bunch of bums in the circle. Just doesn't matter which way you slice it. I also bum-ish. know, right? Like... I'm not saying, like, there's sometimes I don't figure shit out the day before with Julian. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, sometimes I'll be like, oh, shit, this is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually when it's a field trip, like, you have to sign the form. It sounds like already, like poor <laughs> planning. And, and I feel like he's right, like, damn, boo. I guess they can't go on that trip. They then. can't. They can't. And nine times out of the ten, the school's going to figure out how to take them anyway. Right, like, like a personal experience. Kids don't be bringing money. They don't be bringing permission slips. Really, they still bring them. You go, you call and get verbal confirmation. You go into the petty cash. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you come out of pocket and do a reimbursement. Like sounds like she lie a little bit. Yeah, it sounds like she's. I don't know. She's fiending for something. So to whoever that mystery writer was. Good riddance because she seems, she seems like she gonna be a tough. One. Yeah. 
Get rid of her quick. <laughs> Is that it for the group chat? Yeah. All right. We're going to come back and do a little basic Boston. Just me and my old man getting back to basics. Just me and my old man getting back to basics. Just me and my old man getting back to basics. Just me and my old man getting back to basics. All right. Welcome back. So, um, Cora and I will be taking a little hiatus a little break, ski. from the show while I give birth and She's making you know, a whole rear a guy. child for a couple months. Yeah. Um, and so, in the spirit of it being the last one for a while, I wanted to do um, another neighborhood post or another neighborhood basic Boston and talk about Dorchester, which is my home and Cora's home. Although Cora lives on the line. I do. I do. <laughs> she could go it. back and forth. But we already did Roxbury, so we did her other home. Depending on if she's on the left side of the house or the well, right I'm side of the house. Well, I'm technically like the zip code. What's the zip code? It's 02121. So that's Dorchester. That's Dorchester. It's Dorchester. Yeah. But it's like... But literally, if you cross the street, from, yeah. From Roxbury. I'm on the very edge. Yes. Um, so I got some... Fun facts to talk about Dorchester. Um, so Dorchester is the biggest neighborhood in the city of Boston. It used to be its own separate town. And it was founded in 1630, even though there are definitely Native Americans already here. Let's not get crazy. Um, and another fun fact about Dorchester is that majority, like where we are right now and like where my mom lives mm -hmm. is like majority landfill, like filled in land because mm, it was all that. marsh and ocean for a long time. That's why UMass Boston is like the st structure of the structural integrity of it is questionable. Are you dragging your alma mater right now? I'm gonna give it so much love next that I'm just gonna say. Okay, okay. There's some special things going on to make sure. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's the it's extremely diverse. Um, with people from all over, African American, Irish, Polish, Caribbeans from every island, um, Latinos, we have a large Cape Verdean population in Dorchester and a large Vietnamese population in Dorchester that, um, you know, sets us apart and a whole bunch of others. I also learned that Dorchester has the third largest concentration of gay couples, only third to the South End in Jamaica Plain. That's my key of Courts were left. Right. <laughs> but I didn't know that. That's really cute. Yes. Um, and despite all of this lovely diversity, Dorchester is extremely segregated. Um, it's common knowledge of where certain ethnic groups live and where it ends and where it begins. Mm -hmm. Like, where's the Cape Verdean sections? Where's the Vietnamese sections? Where's the white sections? You know what I mean? Like, Hold on, let me see if I can name them. So, Cape Verdean's down by Dudley. Yep. Like, up Upham's um, Corner. Um, who would you say after Vietnamese. that? Vietnamese. Like everywhere, <laughs> I feel like they're all of them. Like, no, I'm not wrong. Dorchester, Dorchester, but, but like, um, like, the, like Fields Corner to Savin Hill. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Right there, yep. you got a good bond. Yep. That whole, yep. whole, or some what, <laughs> what? Yes, and then the white sections were there right now. Right yeah, there. yeah, that's where you live. <laughs> <laughs> Over here, um, what would you call this? Like the there? Yeah, this is, yeah, Neponset, and then also Lower Mills okay. is not here, but Lower Mills is another, like, white area. 
but we get there. Um, Dorchester is home to the one and only public university in Boston. UMass Boston. Boop, 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 boop. Our alma mater. Shout out to the Beacons. Yeah. Our, our, our <laughs> Billy the Beacon. It was a light. It was a lighthouse. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck. Fucking weirdo. So lame. <laughs> so lame. Good thing we didn't have a football team because that would have been rough. Um, <laughs> UMass Boston used to live in downtown, but it moved to Columbia Point in 1982. I did not know that. Yeah, it was, and it used to be, and it absorbed Boston State. So, like, when old parents are like, they went to Boston State, they went to UMass Boston, but it wasn't mm. called UMass Boston. It wasn't That's like when name. my dad went to SMU, but now niggas call it UMass Dartmouth. Exactly. Southern Mass University. Exactly. Do you know he was the head of the Black Student Union at SMU? Of course he was. Am I surprised? <laughs> Am I surprised? Isn't he so cute? I love him. <laughs> My my actual dad. Anyway, um, UMB used to be a place that would attract non-traditional students. So like older folks coming back to school, full-time workers, single parents. And it still remains affordable and accessible. But a lot has been put into kind of getting rid of the commuter school reputation that we mm-hmm. used to fight when Cora and I were orientation mm-hmm. leaders. Like mm-hmm. there were some words we couldn't say, like commuter school or dorm <laughs> or cheap. So as you can see, I said that it's very affordable. And accessible. And there are brand new residence halls that opened up last year. You've been trained so well. <laughs> I'll never forget. Um, which for the students has been a really positive way to feel connected to the school and the neighborhood. I have a bunch of former students who have graduated and live at UMass Boston. And it is like the cutest fucking thing to see them it on. It must feel weird though because it's so, just like it's I super went weird. here and like it's super there were weird. no dorms. There are no dorms and they just like live on campus and like they go to their dorms and they post pictures on Facebook and That's Snapchat crazy. like in the dorm rooms and in this integrated science like all the new buildings and stuff that, they, they were building on our graduation day yes like the day we graduated there was mad construction, <laughs> construction. it was ugly as fuck <laughs> um right behind UMass Boston is the state archives and the Edward M. Kennedy Institute for the United States Senate which has a replica of the Senate floor um, in a cool interactive way for students to learn. And it's also like a tribute to Massachusetts' favorite political family, the Kennedys. The, <laughs> um, the sections of Dorchester are plentiful. Like I said, it's the biggest neighborhood. So I'm only, I'm gonna, I'm gonna name some, but I know I'm gonna leave some out. Okay. So I'm sorry. Um, I'm starting with Blue Hill Ave because I feel like Blue Hill Ave is one of those, it's, it's a street avenue and it does go through Roxbury as well yes and Mattapan it goes through all the hoods um but it like goes the length of Dorchester um and it has like it's just full of things you know it's full of shops and restaurants and all types of hair stores (laughs) right like Literally, there's so many of hair stores on Blue Hill Ave. No, let's not gas it because when I be na- needing to find a fucking pack of hair on a Sunday. Oh, yeah. You don't go there. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> um, There's a really terrible movie called Blue Hill Ave that oh, we I should all him. see. He's so cute. It's terrible and great at the same What's time. What's that guy's name? He plays, uh, he's the guy who's in the Cosby show. He plays Lance. Yeah. You're going to look him up and I'm going to remember it as soon as you get his name alan payne yep alan payne alan payne so you should all go see blue lab if you haven't seen it yet it's great they (laughs) chop it all up so that like you know like one part is next to another part but they're not actually next to each other (laughs) like they put what like used to be hip zeppi next to sun pizza and i'm just like where was hip zeppi it was like close to the to the zoo to franklin park Zoo. oh like near grove hall Uh uh-huh 
Oh, and I they put some that. pizza back by Franklin Field, like next to each other, and you're like, that's not bad. that's not how that works, but you know. low key is Sun Pizza. Oh yeah, there is a Sun Pizza because there's two. Yep. there's one by, on Washington. Yep, yep, by the Burke. Yep. Okay. Um, but you know, Boston doesn't get many movies, so we take what we can get, and we don't get. I think that's our only black, black movies. Movie. <laughs> we got the Inkwell, but that's about the Vineyard. Yep. Yep, um, yep. Which he was also in, right? I wonder if he's a Bostonian. It's, we might need to figure that out. Up. Like, Yo, is, was he in that? Hold on. Am I wrong? I want you to figure that out. I don't think he was in that. Hold on. Um, so they're plentiful. So Blue Hill Ave is great. Dorchester Ave is another one. It's a long strip that goes through pretty much all the neighborhoods of Dorchester. There's a terrible parade that happens every year called Dot Day. <laughs> Um, that I have walked in multiple times because my dad's a cop and sometimes he would just make us do shit like that. And my favorite time was when we walked behind a, um, like a carnival float because, you know, carnival just ended and so they're still in like carnival mode. Mm -hmm. And so we were behind this (laughs) carnival float that had like 20 people dancing the whole way down in their carnival clothes and we're just like there in our little shirts. I fucking love it. And this is Dorchester Day? Yep, that day. It was great. Side note, I don't think he was in Inkwell. I'm thinking of, what's the movie that he was in with Jada? Because Jada was in Inkwell with Lorenz Tate. I'm thinking of Jason Flirt. Oh, wow. That I haven't seen that movie in a grip. Yeah. Damn. That's another good one. Um, Cora mentioned Upham's Corner, which is a, a heavy Cape Verdean neighborhood. Um, it's home to the Strand Theater, which is a local spot for shows in the Urban Nutcracker and mm-hmm. local graduations that they're really trying to reinvigorate, revitalize, um, fix it up a bit. And they've done a pretty good job at doing that. Cause... I think the last time I was there was for my friend, Adavare's play. Shout out to her. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Joy was there. Yeah, Mr. You, Joy. So I didn't see it there, but I did see it. I saw it in Hyde Park. You know, it was my friend, right? I didn't know that. Yeah. Mr. Joy was beautiful. It was- it's great. It's a one-woman show. Shout out to Dabra Ibiyama. She's fucking dope. Um, one of my really good friends. She started in that play. That show was amazing. It was really good. And she plays like multiple people. It's just like really, really. She's so talented. It's re- it was that was really good. She was also on Smilf before it was canceled. We'll get to Southie some other time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Codron Square, which is um, Carib- like a pretty Caribbean and also like black neighborhood um is centered in between the street Talbot Ave and kind of like Blue Hill Ave comes off of it um there's a bunch of schools there I got my hair done there a couple weeks ago shout out to Codron Square then there's Fields Corner no, there's no no fucking parking in Codron no, Square no <laughs> <laughs> and you like am I gonna park my car with it like I gotta I gotta put my change away if I'm gonna park on a side street because you know Never the white crackheads be over there. But anyway. I'm glad you said that. Um, <laughs> Phil's Corner, which was my train station growing up, um, is an intersection of black and Vietnamese cultures in Dorchester where you can get like pho and bubble tea and a banh mi, like um, Cora was saying, lining the streets from like one part of Phil's Corner all the way down to Savin Hill, which is a historically like an Irish Catholic neighborhood, but recently has been super gentrified and has lots of what we call yuppies which are out-of-towners and students mm. um, who are moving in. And Savin Hill is home to one of the best breakfast spots in Boston. Shout out to McKenna. Boop, boop, boop. They're racist as shit. Their service is terrible. They're fucking rude as fuck. But. The pancakes hit. Hit. <laughs> Every time. Yo, no, I went in there the other day. 
the bitch had on a fucking Blue Lives Matter fucking hat. It was it didn't say Blue Lives Matter. It had the it had the flag with the blue line. I was like, oh, these pancakes better be fucking good. You make oh me so God. mad. Bitch. They also have this sandwich. It's like a breakfast sandwich, and they put the hash brown in the sandwich. Say less. <sighs> Fuck. So good. Oh, McKenna. McKenna's. <laughs> Um, I think my first time with there might have been with you. I think it was. Was my first time there when we, my going away thing? Maybe. It might have been. I was so thin in those pictures. Anyway. Fuck, me too! Yo, me too! Those pictures pissed me the fuck off. I'm, I'm like, I really thought I was fat. I did too! And I was not. We're <laughs> now, nice. now I'm fat. You know what though? You're toting a baby. What is my fault? Oh my <laughs> god. My, no, my, fuck that shit. You I, know what though? I'm posting that picture this Thursday on our okay, please do. Please do. Because <laughs> I've been looking at that really picture sick. like. I'm about to pull it up right now, actually. Matter of fact. And I like remember that day because I didn't wear a bra. And for me to not have to wear a bra <laughs> means that I've lost a considerable amount of weight because. You was living. I. That I picture pisses it. me the fuck off. Anyway, yes, McKenna's. <laughs> um, we got Washington Street, Talbot Ave, Adam Street home to Adams Village in the Dorchester location of P.S. Coffee, which has a whole bunch of different, like, coffee flavors. But it, quote-unquote, burned down two years ago and has never opened up. P.S. Coffee? They did? It had a, a quote-unquote, electrical fire in the basement and has yet to reopen. Really? The week that we moved here. Wow. We walked down there to go get our coffee, and the fire department's outside. What? And it hasn't opened up since. Why do you why do you keep doing air quotes so deep? Because yeah, I think it was some insurance fraud. These Irish motherfuckers. We were fucking skinny in this picture. Yeah. Fuck. Stop. <laughs> Fuck. Stop. It's I'm so skinny. My head looks big. Like, exactly. Like, I look like a bobblehead. <laughs> Woo! Let's get back there. Same thing when we with the Six Flags picture. Yes, we do. And I'm like, why do I have so much clothes on? Like, oh, what's wrong you with be me? Naked. Oh my god. Um, yes. This so. one or the other one? This one. That one too! But there's one of us in bathing suits because me and you, uh, we went by ourselves cause because we were anti social. We were our like, fucking nerves. We were like, if y'all tell us to change the music one more motherfucking <laughs> we time, we had to go. <laughs> like, water park real quick yeah we're like we're gonna go into the water slide bye oh we didn't bring our swimsuits you didn't crazy because me and cora totally planned to leave y'all um yes we are i love you it's pretty great it's wonderful um just to name some others geneva ave bowden street jones hill ashmont lower mills where maddie walsh lives that's our mayor maddie maddie Anyway, <laughs> Four Corners, which is where I came up before my mom moved over here. Franklin Field, Franklin Hill, Pope's Hill is where my mom lives now. Port Norfolk, which makes you feel like you live in a beach town or in Quincy or something. But technically, it's still Dorchester. <laughs> and you can't forget to get a sandwich from Lambert's or a salad. Oh, yeah. Go to an art opening at the Dorchester Art Project. Get a beer from Lucy's or a burrito from El Barrio. You can kind of get it all here. Um... Oh, Barrio, that's the place on Dada. Yes. Them tacos hit. That's where we got my food from. I know. You know I have plenty Oh, yeah. You were, you were there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, just to know that Dorchester, like Roxbury and all of Boston, has seen a dramatic uptick in gentrification, an insane rise in cost of living. The demographics are continuing to change. You see people riding bikes and walking dogs in neighborhoods that they wouldn't dare go to when I was growing up. Mm. And while it's nice to see 
things popping up, restaurants popping up, art spaces popping up. I just wish that that didn't also mean that those of us who have been here can't afford to continue to be here. Like, I will never be able to buy a house in this fucking city. Oh, that's not <laughs> Anywhere at this point. Like, it's just, it's crazy. Like, it's crazy. And it's not going to get any better. But we continue to, you know, try and enjoy the time that we spend in our city. But that's Dorchester. I love Dorchester. It's beautiful. It's like ocean and hood. It's lovely. You're so cute. That was like your little love letter. It was my love letter to the dot. Dorchester. I love it. All right. That's what I got for our last basic Boston for a while. Um, are we going to do a corner? Right? Yeah, I got corner. A yeah, corner. Yeah, you do got a chorus corner. All right. We're going to come back with chorus corner. guys welcome back um this is chorus corner as y'all know this is my little section of the show uh to say something that's on my heart or on my mind something i'm loving or hating whatever um and so right now i'm kind of like in a reflective space mm -hmm. so i just wanted to share a little bit about that um as i mentioned at the beginning of the show my birthday is coming up um right now what is it? it's tuesday my birthday is this coming saturday i'm gonna be older <laughs> an age that has two digits yep i'm gonna be one of those numbers um and something that i've done probably since i turned like 20 or 21 is i would write a list of things i've learned that year so when i turned 21 i think i wrote like 20 things i learned and then 21 things i wanted to like learn or experience in the next year um so i try to do that every year as I've gotten older, it's, it's harder to come up with those lists in my big age because that's just a lot of numbers. Mm -hmm. So I don't always get to a full uh, list, but I try to be reflective and think about some of those things. So I'm going to share some of them on the pod. Yes. Um, I only have a few because, like I said, my birthday is not until Saturday, so I'll probably, you know, take the rest of the week to think of some. And also, you know, I can't tell y'all niggas everything. Yeah. You know. We gotta keep some shit to ourselves. Right. So, some of the lessons I've learned in the year I've had. <laughs> um, never put all your eggs in one basket. Mm. And, you know, sometimes you get excited about a thing, whether it's a job or a nigga or an apartment or a vacation, and it doesn't pan out that way. Yeah. Um, you can't put all your eggs in one basket because you'll just end up devastating yourself. That's a hard one. It is because sometimes you get excited about something and you yeah. want to, but you can't. Yeah. Um, this one is important. If you deleted his number before, don't re-add it. Um, he got deleted for a reason, sis. Don't don't put him back. Damn. And you know them niggas you fucking memorize his number at that time. Yeah. Um, just just delete and block. Move on. That reminds me of a meme that I saw the other day. Is, that was like. If you think you're having a bad day, just think that someone's meeting your ex oh, and thinking that they could be that. finding someone special. I saw that. I saw that and I fucking cackled. Oh that, my God. I, I literally like bent over like. Please, <laughs> <laughs> niggas. That's a bad day, bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. You're going to have fun for a little Shit. bit. It's going to make you fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, Boston is small, so, you know. Sometimes you might find out that you shared a dick with your friend. Mm. You gotta laugh about it. You gotta laugh it off. You gotta laugh about it. As long as both parties 
Yes. You know, yes. didn't know. Yes. You know? Yes. We don't talk about a boyfriend. We talk about a shared date. That, that part. That part. So those are some lessons I've learned. And some goals for my next year. Yeah. I want more passport stamps. Mm-hmm. I don't want to level up career-wise. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some other things. But that's what I've got so far. I feel like you're on your way to both of those things. Like, I fucking hope so. Because I feel yeah. like... You're making moves and you're trying like to trying, put bitch. those things in, into place. You know, you're taking your little solo trips here so you start to feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. You're applying to jobs, you know what I mean? You're thinking about your future, so... All of those things. I think, you know, you're on your way. Maybe I'll do that when I become an age in a couple of months as well. Well, you know what? We'll probably be be back recording Mm -hmm. around your birthday, Mm -hmm. so maybe you can share um, some of yours. Yeah. Hopefully I'm not, like, bitter because I have a three-month-old, but... We're you know. so excited. <laughs> Are you crazy? No, I can't wait for her to come. <laughs> You're crazy. I can't wait for her to come. But yeah, my birthday, I feel like it's bittersweet because I love summer. I'm a summer baby, but my my birthday is the first day of fall. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, it's a nice end. It's a yeah. nice celebration. Um, you know, my mama had me on the last day of the best season, so... <laughs> And I came. I early. think your mom had you on the first day of the best season, but that's fine. <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> We're different that way, you know. <laughs> See, I, I don't know. I feel like I love summer and I like to be hot. Yeah. But then I go to New Orleans and I'm like, fucking shoot fucking me. Like I shit. need to. Yeah. <laughs> like I. I need it a was breeze. Too hot. <laughs> yeah. There were no breezes. Yeah. And I, it's landlocked other than, like, swamp. That's what I was going to say. We were used to, like, Boston hot, which has a breeze, even though it gets yes. hot here. And you, like, spent a lot of time in Miami, which also has a breeze because yes. it's, like, on the water. Exactly. Like, on the water hot is a different thing. Different. You can jump in the ocean, cool off, no, sit by the uh, water, get some breeze. There's nothing to do in New Orleans other than drink. Get drunk. And eat. Yeah. And, like, maybe do some history type shit. Yeah. But... I don't know if you've ever been in the heat when you're fucking drunk. It's, it's awful. It's awful. <laughs> it's fucking awful. You're like, both why did I come here and why did I drink? Like, it's you just question everything. <laughs> it's <just> crazy. <laughs> everything. Nothing is okay. Yeah, but thanks for listening to us for the last two months, guys. Yeah, We're going to take a little bit of break. It's been fun. Um, And we hope that you'll join us when we return. Yes. Um, but continue to keep up with us on social. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to continue to stay active on um, Twitter, especially because I don't have my sounding board every week. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to be able to come here and talk about my favorite <laughs> shows. So I'm going to have to talk to some strangers on the internet. So There you go. <laughs> so follow me at Africana Duo Pod. Um, that's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, yep. all of that. Um, and please, you know, like, rate, share, all of that stuff. If you have a friend who just started watching some of the shows that we went through, um, Love After Lockup and, uh, Married at First Sight, Mm -hmm. tell them to give us a listen as they go along with the season. Um, and we'll see y'all in a few months. See you then. Happy fall. Happy fall. Thanks for listening, guys.